You're listening to CX Passport, the show about creating great customer experiences with a dash of travel talk. Each episode, we'll talk with our guest about great CX, travel, and just like the best journeys, explore new directions we never anticipated. I'm your host, Rick Denton. I believe the best meals are served outside and require a passport. Let's get going. I hope you've had a wonderful holiday period so far. As we come to the end of the year, I want to say thank you to the listeners for your support of CX Passport. I hope you've enjoyed the guest as much as I have. This week, I have another first-class lounge compilation for you as I still take a couple of weeks off to recharge. But next week, CX Passport will be back on starting the year with Olga Budieri, a guest from Amman, Jordan. That's the way to get our passport out and active right at the beginning of the year. I hope your 2021 closes out well, and let me wish you a happy new year. Now, let's start the compilation today with the very first guest ever on CX Passport, Santa Kumaran Atmalingam from Malaysia. So a little change of pace here. I want you to join me in the first class lounge. We're travelers, we're customer experience people, but we're in the first class lounge. So we're going to move quickly here. This is just a chance to have a little bit of fun. So I want to know, what was a dream travel location from your past, a place you've been that was one of your dream travel locations? I want to go back to India. India is your dream travel location from your past. Where specifically? India is too big to just say India. Um, uh, Tiruchi. Okay. Tiruchi in India. Sounds interesting. Tell me a little bit more. My last trip to India was uh, one year ago, okay. uh, right before the first lockdown, and I missed two very major temples, so I just want okay. to go back there. <laughs> awesome. to, go, get, to go, back there. go to see the temples. Great. So a dream travel location you've not been to yet? Um, Greece. Ooh, I like Greece. I would like to get there. Uh, some The food, the beaches, the, the sights. Yes, absolutely. What is your favorite thing to eat? Fried noodles. Fried noodles. I like that. On the other side, what is a thing your parents forced you to eat but you hated as a kid? Okay, I will share this. Um, Indians, we eat neem leaf. Okay. Neem leaf, which is bitter to hell. <laughs> they will force you to eat whenever you have chicken pox. So I ah. hated chicken pox and hated the neem leaf. <laughs> Interesting. It is funny the things that we're forced to eat. Brussels sprouts are on my list. Not my favorite at all. So one travel item you will not leave home without. I'll take my torchlight along. Santa's always been quite practical, so it doesn't surprise me to hear that flashlight was his choice for the one item that he would bring with him. Let's find out about Brooke Bayer's experience here in the First Class Lounge. Let's keep the travel theme going here. Join me in the first class lounge. Let's grab a bite and a beverage and let's have some fun. What is a dream travel location from your past? Paris. I lived there as a student. Sounds like a little cliche, but it is the most magical city on the planet. And if I could afford to have a second home, I would keep one in Paris. What a beautiful city. It's been too long for me as well, but a great place. A dream travel location you've not been to yet. Tokyo. I am dying to go to Japan, love the food, loved the Japanese design, ethos, culture, and I just need to save up to buy a plane ticket to go. Brilliant. I love that. Favorite thing to eat? 
That is the easiest question for me to answer. Pasta. I don't know if you or anyone listening to this has been watching Stanley Tucci, uh, the CNN show where it's like searching for Italy. I have been salivating (laughs) watching it because basically every episode he's just eating really amazing pasta. And yeah, I wake up in the morning and like if you gave me a bowl of cacio e pepe, I would house it. I I think pasta is the most versatile, tasty, amazing food on the planet Earth. <laughs> I think that may be why you introduced me to Italy when we were in Boston together oh, yeah. and it is a <laughs> it is a, a, a an experience that I've shared with others as well. So, on the flip side, what is a thing your parents forced you to eat but you hated as a kid? So my parents are like not regular parents, they're cool parents, Rick. Oh. Um, they did not force me to eat anything. Um, I know. So as a result, I am an adult who is terrified of lunch meat. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Uh, now what if I combined lunch meat with pasta? Okay. So this is what's weird is I love a cured meat. Like give me a prosciutto, give me a salumi. I'm here for it. You want a little pancetta in your pasta? Mm, Chef's kiss. Yes. Uh, but like bologna, oh well, there ham, turkey, cold cuts. I'm running in the other direction. They are terrifying to me. Oh, how funny! Well, we will avoid that for you in future travels. What is one travel item you will not leave home without? This is very not glamorous, but my answer is Aquaphor. Ah, uh, um, yeah, it's great for chapped lips. It's fantastic if you accidentally have a little scratch or a cut. It's great if your feet are feeling a little calloused from a long day of sightseeing. And there is truly nothing worse than dry lips after a long flight. So Brooke tells us how to handle a long flight and what item she would bring for that long flight. Let's depart from the U.S. and head down south. Let's talk to Sebastian in Peru. little change of pace here. Join me in the first class lounge. We'll move quickly here and hopefully have some fun. What is a dream travel location from your past? Mm, I will say Israel. I I always wanted to know the technology side of Tel Aviv uh, versus more the more mystical side of Jerusalem. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting, right? You know, most people talk about doing the the faith tours in Jerusalem, but you're right. Tel Aviv has a, a phenomenal technology base as well definitely a great place a uh, dream travel location you've not been to yet uh, definitely indonesia i imagine myself on a paradisical beach <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think we'd all like to be on a beach that's for sure what is a favorite thing to eat um, that's a tough question because you know peru has the best food in the world right <laughs> <laughs> and you're not biased at all no <laughs> no but my favorite korean food is ceviche and domo saltado uh, as and as international dish i really like lasagna uh, and for french dish a uh, cocova and uh, ashi very nice uh you and i are uh Simpatico when it comes to ceviche and then not related, but lasagna. Those two are some of my favorites as well. <laughs> what is a thing your parents forced you to eat, but you hated as a kid? Um, I will never forget when my parents forced me to eat broccoli uh, <laughs> and they did not believe me that 
that I hate it. Um, after that day, I think they understood. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps we won't ask how you demonstrated how much you hated it, but at least we'll just know that you did hate <laughs> it and your parents were convinced. <laughs> what is one travel item you will not leave home without? Mm, I, I don't have an item like that, but I have to, to confess that I'm a person who likes to travel with a lot of clothes in, in the luggage. Leaving South America, we're going to jump on a long flight and head back across the Atlantic and north to the United Kingdom as we talk with Gavin Scott. Well, Gavin... You've had some uh, some great travels there, but let's take a little change of pace. If you're going down to, to Egypt or anywhere else in the world, sometimes it's nice to take a little break. I would love for you to join me here in the first class lounge. We'll move quickly here and hopefully have some fun. Now, the answer to this first question, you may have already answered, but I'm curious, a dream travel location from your past. So for me, a dream travel location from my past has got to be France. We uh. love going there with the kids. Uh, the kids love it. Uh, the culture, the food, the sun, um, the wine every now and again, Rick. Of course, of course. <laughs> you know, um, and even when we buy, we buy a bottle of wine in the UK now, we often joke and I say, this one's straight from the vineyard. And they, <laughs> the, the kids love it. The kids love it. That's so, awesome. Uh, <laughs> I am very jealous of my European friends and colleagues uh, that you, you could legitimately just take a train and be in France or a quick flight. To us, it's a, a journey of a lifetime. But I, I'm certainly jealous of some of the things that y'all have, those dream travel locations. What, a, what about the future? What's a dream travel location you've not been to yet? Well, do you know what? We we booked a trip to Thailand. Okay. <sighs> yeah. Um, is it uh, is it Koi Samu or Koi Samak? I can't even say the name of it. I mean, it, it, there was a small island off Thailand. That, I think it's called Koi Samu or something like that. Right? Yeah, Koi Samui. Yeah, that's, that's it, one of that's them. It. Yeah. Yes, we booked a trip right to go there, and and then uh, and then my wife got pregnant. Oh. Right. And we oh. realized, which was which was a wonderful thing, right? But we we realized that we were going to be heading across there when she was going to be heavily pregnant, and so we had to cancel. And uh, of course, yes, the kids have arrived, and uh, we've not been able to go to there just yet. But that's got to be a dream location that we want to uh, get back involved with and go there one day. Boy, get there. Absolutely. Thailand is one of my favorite places in the world. I've had some family members who have lived there for a period of time. It is right. certainly some of the best eating. And Koh Samui is one of the most beautiful places I've been. And so definitely get there. Get that on your, your plans. Book that trip. Get out there soon. I, I mentioned eating. It is one of my favorite places to eat. But what is a favorite thing for you to eat? Um, you know, I, I'm um, I, I'm. Someone who will pretty much eat anything, yeah. Rick. Um, uh, but but one of the key things that we do enjoy having with the family is uh, is a curry on a Saturday night. Nice. Um, the kids like the korma. Uh, Mum and dad, we have the um, uh, the chicken tikka masala. Oh yeah. Uh, but um, but we we love having that with a bit of naan bread, some papadoms, and some 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 little um, side plates as well. So curry's got to be the favorite at the moment. Uh, but yeah, we certainly we certainly enjoy having one of those together as a family. Love it, and I love how you're uh, you're raising global eaters as well in your kids that uh, they're getting to enjoy the globe. But in that that vein, what is something that your parents forced you to eat but you hated as a kid? There wasn't many things I would turn my nose up at, okay. but if, if we're going to push me, I'll probably say that back in the day, I didn't enjoy um, bread and butter pudding. 
right? Okay. Bread and bread and butter pudding. Whether you whether you've heard what that is, it, 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 it's a pudding with with bread in, and it just didn't make sense to me, right? <laughs> That's that's hilarious, and it's got it's got raisins in. It's got other bits and bobs, but it it just didn't. It just I just couldn't get it around my head as to as to why this was a dessert, and so I didn't really enjoy it back when I was a kid. But I I do enjoy having some of it now when I'm a, a bit older. It's funny. Now, as described, no, I've not had bread and butter pudding, but as described, let's see, it's got bread, it's got butter, it's got pudding. Those are three things that I'm on board with. But I guess it's the rest and the bits and bobs, as you say, that are in there. Yeah, yeah. What is now you can't use your phone, but what is one travel item you will not leave home without? Well, this is this is me being completely vulnerable with you, Rick, because um, uh, I I wouldn't leave home without my Johnson's baby lotion. My mum, years ago, she she said, you know, if you want to just brighten your face up, love, then just get a bit of Johnson's baby lotion, put it on your face, you know, and, and it makes you look a lot brighter. And that was when I was about 12. And now every day, Rick, if I don't put my Johnson's baby lotion on, my face just cracks up. So so there you go. There, there, there's one for everyone. What's he doing with Johnson's baby lotion? But you know what? I love it. Jumping back to the U.S., we are going to hear from someone who is on a plane a whole lot and really needs that first-class lounge. So let's catch up with Shep Hyken and hear about his first-class lounge. Shep, a little change of pace here. You have traveled all over the globe. You travel frequently. I know you need to take a little rest from time to time. So join me here in the first-class lounge. We will move quickly here and hopefully have some fun. What is a dream travel location from your past? A dream for uh, New Zealand. Ooh, tell me a little bit about it. Oh, the southern part of New Zealand is the coolest. It's like you take here in the U.S. and North America, you take the Rocky Mountains, you take the Canadian, uh, you know, the, the the lakes, the beauty, and all the sport and adventure of mm-hmm. uh, being able to play golf, go into the water, ski, everything. And, 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 and by the way, adventure, you jump out of airplanes, you do bungee jumping, you you know, all these crazy, it's all in one place. (laughs) It's really beautiful. Boy, I can see why that's a, and it's come up a lot uh, before New Zealand has, I, I want to get there. I've not had the chance yet in that vein. What's a dream travel location you've not been to yet. Wow. That I've not been to, Mm -hmm. um, you know what? I'm going to go with the, the Holy Land. I want. I, I'm. I love religion. I think it's interesting to me. I'm, I'm a spiritual person, not a religious person. But I think going and learning and, and being right there where the religions were born, so to speak, and uh, just learning more about it. I think that would be a really cool place to go. It is a fascinating place to be. That is. That is one that I have done, and it is true. When you're standing in a place that. Uh, X, Y, or Z was established or a moment happened. And it is, it's surreal to think what was happening in those, those places. Now I know travel and eating go hand in hand. So what is a favorite thing for you to eat? Ooh, favorite thing for me to eat. I love Italian food. Hard to, to walk away from that. Pizza comes up. Italian food comes up. Yeah, and that, that's a pizza is one thing. I'm yeah, talking no, I, about homemade pastas yeah, yeah. and an unbelievably tender, you know, you know, beef or veal or chicken. Mm-hmm. You know, I love great, great Italian food. And by the way, pizza is not so bad. Now, as I'm traveling around, um, I do have favorite airport restaurants. Yeah. 
(laughs) (laughs) And you're not going to get the fine Italian food at an airport restaurant. But I tell you what you will get if you go. I mean, there's some great steakhouses that have put their places in the restaurants, uh, restaurants into airports. But uh, I'm going to try to say this correct, but it's Cuban food in Miami. There is a great restaurant, La Carta, I believe is how it's it's said. Uh, and I've actually been to their real restaurant in Miami, but they have this. And, and I go to the big one and I order uh, the uh, skirt steak with chimichurri sauce, the plantains oh. and rice. And it oh, is man. I'm thinking about it right now. I may just have to go down to the Miami airport <laughs> just for that. <laughs> you know, it's it's a nonstop flight for you. There's a lot of places, <laughs> ways to get in there. You can just fly in, drop in, get your meal, fly back. Yeah. Well, yeah, Papa Do's seafood or Papa Do's and Papa. Yeah. And Papa Cita's Papa Do's seafood, Papa Cita's. That's a uh, Texas based chain is. and they put the restaurants in. Um, yeah. You know, of course, you've got to love In-N-Out Burger if all you want is a burger. And now those are popping up. I was so happy when they showed up uh, to Texas. And yes, the Papa's family does a really good job uh, based out of Houston and have enjoyed their restaurants that they've expanded in the North Texas area for us. So let's go the other way. What is a thing your parents forced you to eat, but you hated as a kid? Canned string beans. Oh, interesting. It ruined it for me. I will never, the only bean I will now eat is a jelly bean. I feel like the nutritionists might have something to say about that, but I can understand how you got there. So hey, I like broccoli. I like Brussels sprouts. I like spinach, but, <laughs> but no the beans. green beans, they ruined it. They <laughs> ruined it for me. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. So you've got a ton of travel under your belt. Now you can't say your passport. You can't say your phone, but aside from that, what is one travel item you will not leave home without? Wow. Um, my dad kit, you know, I have everything I need. You know, if I want to look, look, you know, I got, look at this look, you know, <laughs> I got my toothbrush, my shaving kit, and without that, who knows what it's going to be like. I'm going to bounce us right back across the pond. Let's head over to the UK. We're going to talk to Joe Boswell, her years of experience in customer experience with British Airways and global destinations. You know that she needs some time in the first class lounge. So let's hear about her experience there in the first class lounge. Joe, a little change of pace here. Uh, sometimes when those trips do go wrong, it is nice to have access to the lounge. And so I, uh, <laughs> I want to invite you here to join me in the first class lounge. We'll move quickly here and hopefully have some fun. What is a dream travel location from your past? Well, this is a really, really tricky one. You've got some, uh, some, <laughs> some tough questions, I think. Um, so I would say I have spent a lot of time in Cape Town, which I truly love as a destination oh, wow. that has um, great food and wine as well as fabulous scenery. But I think I'm going to have to go um, instead of that. I'm going to have to go with Cuba oh. because it's, it's where I met my husband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's always going to have a special place in your heart. Now, you absolutely for those that uh, don't know the full context, uh, I am an American. Joe is uh, talking to me from the UK. So <laughs> I don't have access to that destination. So I have a little bit of envy hearing you. And I've talked to my Canadian friends and how they, yeah. they go down to Cuba. I've heard brilliant things there, but I can certainly see why it would be a special place in your heart if that's where you yeah, meet your husband. Yeah. Oh, that's Hopefully awesome. you can get there one day. <laughs> I, I do hope for that. I, I sincerely hope for that. Um, so maybe that's a dream travel location that I've not been to yet. But what about yeah. you? What is a dream travel location you've not been to yet? Uh, so one that is definitely on the list at some point is the Galapagos Islands. Nice. 
Yeah, so I have friends who, who've been and come back absolutely raving and um, I, I enjoy holidays that are looking at wildlife and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and um, locations that are really, you know, different and unfamiliar. Uh, and I think that ticks a lot of the boxes. Boy, does it ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it definitely hits all those boxes there. Um, you mentioned the good food in Cuba. What is a favorite thing overall to eat? Yeah, now that that was super tough because I do like food. Um, <laughs> I, I ended up, um, called, I think I'm just going to have to pick bread, actually. Hey, because if right. somebody said to me, you could never have baguette or a really great crusty sourdough ever again, I would be truly disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, I'm hearing a lot of similarities between you and me. Um, <laughs> I, I did not know. I have frequently said to people that if I had to, I would be able to live life solely on French bread, cheese, and wine, and I would yeah. be satisfied for the yeah. rest of my days. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a very good picnic, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, a picnic, and, and sometimes when you're a backpacker in Europe on a college budget, perhaps it's the only uh, meal that's yes. affordable. So. <laughs> True experience. So on the flip side, what is a thing your parents forced you to eat but you hated as a kid? Well, I have to say I was very lucky growing up um, in that – I was a picky eater. Okay. And my parents um, were very, I wouldn't say indulgent, okay. um, but they they kind of just gave me the time and space to um, discover, you know, food mm-hmm. and, um, and variety in food <laughs> in my own time and at my own pace. So there was probably about a year of my life when I, I don't know, when I was, eight or nine where I survived on egg and chips. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was after a particularly horrendous uh, shepherd's pie that had been served to me at school that I could, <laughs> you know, found it very difficult to, uh, to keep it down. And, um, but you know, over time then I just started experimenting with lots of different foods. And today I would say there's virtually nothing that I, don't eat <laughs> virtually nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, I love the the spirit of exploration there, and, and I'm sure that there would be plenty of guides that might say, "Hey, let the let the let the child explore there." But I've also heard plenty of things that uh, children have been forced to eat. So we may call yours shepherd pie for the category, but yes. uh, we'll, we'll <laughs> School shepherd pie. Uh, yeah, well, pie. that's yeah, true, yeah. right? School cafeteria can be a totally different experience. So not including a phone, of course, but what is one thing that you will not travel without? Yeah, that is an easy one. That is my eye shades. They 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 accompany me everywhere, and uh, they're an absolute godsend. When you're bouncing between continents, you definitely need those eye shades. Joe is right. We're gonna head back across the pond, back to the U.S. to the only guest who brought his own drink to the first class lounge, Nick Zeisler. You may just hear the cubes and the glass as we get started here in the first class lounge. Nick, with that kind of luxury international travel, it's time for you to join me in the First Class Lounge. We'll move quickly here and hopefully have some fun. Rick, hey. did, did that sound incredibly low-flying to you just then? <laughs> I would imagine that plane may be just a little bit closer than we want, but all right, we'll Where still enjoy it. lounge? <laughs> By the way, I hope you don't mind. I brought along one of my own here. I think that's a wise idea, sir. What is a dream travel location from your past? Uh, partner and I took a round ring road trip 
South Island of New Zealand several years ago. Oh, nice. It was about 11, I think 11 or 12 nights, different town every night. Um, I skied Mount Hutt. Uh, it was August and somehow we willed the most glorious and you know, in August it's, it's coming out of winter down there. We had the greatest, clearest, most beautiful day on Milford sound that you could ever expect. You would never in fact expect at that time of the year. Hmm. We, all the sheep, we <laughs> did coast, uh, you know, all along the coast the whole time. It was just beautiful. Um, would absolutely even do that again. That's awesome. What is a dream travel location you've not been to yet? Well, this is strange because I was actually, my dad was in the Navy and I was born in Italy. But being a kid of Italy, I was just a baby and oh, yeah. moved away not long after that. I've never been on tour to Italy, like gone and vacationed in Italy. Uh, you know, stopped over in the Air Force a couple times at Aviano, yeah. just on the way to the Middle East, but never actually gotten to go to Rome or go to Naples or go to Milan and and just tour around. Well, I, I, I hope you get there soon. It's interesting how often Italy has shown up in this section uh, in, in the podcast, either folks who mention it as their favorite of the past or their dream for the future. It is a delightful place uh, for sure. What is a favorite thing to eat? You know, I know how you want a passport for your meals, but uh, for great Indian food, we walk about three blocks from our house here in Denver to a place called Little India, which is fantastic. Nice. And incredibly good. We had, actually, we had a little bit of sog last night that I made at home. One of the things that's so great about going out to an Indian restaurant is you get sog and tikka and, and korma. When you make it at home, <laughs> it takes so much work. You can That's only right. have one of those things. <laughs> but you feel like a king when you go, or maybe a sultan when you go there, bringing me everything, and you get all the different <laughs> different dishes. So. That is true. It is nice to get all of those. I, I've, the Indian restaurants that I've gone to, it is nice to be able to just sample and, and enjoy all of those. What is On the flip side of that, though, what is a thing your parents forced you to eat but you hated as a kid? I know you're expecting yet another vegetable answer here. I've had a lot of vegetable answers. Yes, you have. I've been paying attention. <laughs> uh, but I'm not sure if you have ever heard of brown swagger. No. It's some sort of horrible meat pate thing that uh, people spread on bread. I think oh. it's a liverwurst of some sort. And when we were a kid, when I was a kid, we would eat that. And, and I'm not sure why. <laughs> it may be that brown swagger is a real, I should investigate it. It might be some sort of, you know, poor kids eat this. And not that we were necessarily that poor, but hey, ah, we're just kids. I'm not yeah. going to spend all the money on the kids dinner. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty nasty stuff. And I won't touch it still to this day. Oh, it's amazing what parents have done to us. How, how did we ever get through all this? Explains <laughs> <laughs> a lot about where I am. What is, <laughs> what is one travel item you will not leave home without? I'm a Colorado guy through and through. I never go anywhere, whether I'm traveling long distance or just to the grocery store without chapstick. Thanks for joining us this week on CX Passport. Make sure to visit our website, cxpassport.com, where you can hit subscribe so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, you can check out the rest of the ex for cx website. If you're looking to get real about customer experience, EX4CX is available to help you increase revenue by starting to listen to your customers and create great experiences for every customer, every time. 
Thanks for listening to CX Passport and be sure to tune in for our next episode. Until next time, I'm Rick Denton and I believe the best meals are served outside and require a passport. Thank you.